Wheezy baby. What's up, Sitters? This is Rapper Douglas, along with Joey Edge. Sitters, what's good? And Chris Martinez. What's happening, man? And we have Coach Riley Reed in the house. Well, listen, we are front porch sitting. Uh, got a good one today. Um, some golf. Y'all know a lot more about that than I do. <laughs> Brad, you're pretty fun on the golf course, though. I love hanging on the golf course, but I don't do anything but chill. We That's not entirely true. We have a video of you um, taking, uh, a, taking a tee shot. Remember that, Joey? I do remember that. I'm not sure Bradford remembers that. <laughs> Were you there for that? You weren't there. You just got to see the, the video. I don't, Which one? I, I, I do think there's the, more than one of me. Well, I know there's one in Tampa. No, no, not Top Golf. We don't talk about Tampa. <laughs> no, 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 no. Tampa. Yeah, yeah, Tampa. We don't talk yeah. about uh, no, 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 yeah, no. yeah. It's bachelor party. We don't. No, I've seen the video of the other one on the course. <laughs> yeah. Both are extremely comical. Knocked it a mile. Yeah. Knocked it a mile. No, he didn't go past the women's tees. No, he did not go past the women's tees. He didn't go in and play. He went in the woods. I don't know how you go in the woods before the women's tee off the tee box, but Brad did it. I had help. You had help. He had help. <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. So we're going to go uh, some golf. Mickelson. What else, what else do we got here, Brad? We have Mickelson. We have some hockey. Love hockey. Uh, a little bit of basketball. But before we get to any of that, we have our sponsorship with John Woodley at JW Weaponry. Always loaded. Got that right. And they are the premier gun store in the South. I think they should add that in. And Joey, give them the number. 386-243-8587 or visit jwweaponry.com. Go see those people. They're great people. Great prices. Great Guns, great, everything. They're great, really. Just great. <laughs> very, very good uh, adjective. Isn't that what that is? Describing word? Great. Muy bien, sir. Great job. Um, <laughs> hey, we haven't done this in a while. Guys, like and uh, retweet are really cool, but five-star reviews, and then like when you actually leave a written review, it really, really helps. So if you could do that, uh, it would be extremely appreciated on our end. That would be great of you to do that. <laughs> so it's still one from Joey's <laughs> bank there. Um, please, please do that. Uh, we, we would appreciate it here. Also, it's starting to get a little bit slow, although it's about to pick up next month with recruiting uh, official visits and, and camps is opening and stuff like that. Camp season starting. It's about yeah. to get interesting out uh, out there in the uh, college in, like college world, I guess, if you will, like the visit world. It's because they haven't had it with COVID and everything. Like It's been postponed and push, pushed back and pushed back and it's fixing to open up it's about time agreed but um if there's we, we may have like a mailbag show next week i'm in for that i like that idea like uh sitter suggestions what you guys want us to answer things like that so be thinking of it tweet it to us let us know and uh and and we'll uh we'll do our best to get to all of them but joey yes sir you're the oldest one in the room wow so i have to ask you Phil Mickelson, uh-huh. doing what he did, uh-huh. almost your age, 
How do you feel about that? <laughs> He's 50. You're the closest to 50 in here by a lot, like a big margin. So, as the elder statesman in the room, how do you feel about what Phil did, what Phil did uh, uh, Sunday? Um, I couldn't win a major at 34, so how he did it at 50 is beyond me, honestly. I don't know. It's crazy. No, but serious talk, 50 years old, Phil's probably in the best shape of his entire life right now. Like, I've never seen Phil look as good as he looks right now. He, his swing, his money. He hit a ball on, I think it was 16, the par 5, um, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Brooks finally hit a good tee ball on like any hole he finally hit a good tee ball and the announcers are like i bet that feels great i wish he, i'm sure he wishes he could have found that about uh 15 holes ago right and then phil goes right by it yeah at 50 Stupid so you're man. like 40 so how does it feel like for you because you're in really good shape right now <laughs> i'm not i'm not i'm not like 40 chris uh, i feel like you've been around a long time um <laughs> <laughs> But you're in, you're probably not in your college shape. Like, no, no. But you're in the best shape that I can remember of you being like outside of college, right? Like, or, or like immediately after college. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'm not as in a good as good a shape as I was in six months ago. But yeah, I'm 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 still in okay shape I, right now. I, I consider that like the same frame. Okay, I'm with you. Is it like so? I'm, I mean, I was joking earlier about you being the elder statesman, and, right. and you are old as hell, but. With Phil, Jesus. how is he? I gotta have some fun with you. How? How? Like, it seems to me it's extremely remarkable that Phil is. I'm not gonna say he's playing his best golf, but he's playing really good golf right now at the age that he could be playing in the Champions Tour, which is like the what? What's 50, it? Fifteen above. Fifteen above. He yeah. could be playing in that. He and did. He, just, he, he he did play in the championship. He I think he played in two. I know he won two events. I'm almost positive he's only played in two, and he won them both going away. I'm almost positive of that. I, I know. Right. I know he's two for two. What like what on like what does that say about? I don't even know how to ask the question. Like how on earth is Phil able to do that and to stay at that level for this long? He's had good moments this year. He hasn't had a great year so far, but I know. It, there was a story that came out that he was with his family the week before and they were having like a family dinner or whatever. And they were talking about golf and he was like, yeah, I, truly. I, I feel like, I feel like I'm really close right now. Like I'm close to winning another one. He said, uh, I feel really good. Swing feels as good as it's felt in a long time. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. And then he goes out the next week and wins the PGA championship kind of, kind of easily, really. No, it was easy. I, I, I agree. And when everybody else was fading on Sunday, Brooks included, yeah. Nah. Uh, Phil. Phil was just steady as she goes. It was he, impressive. That's Phil. Phil right now is at fifty years old to to have gained the knowledge that he's gained. I guess because used to Phil would do some dumb stuff on a Sunday. He didn't really do anything dumb. He he kept the driver out. And he kept swinging swinging the peepee out of it. He wasn't taking anything <laughs> off of it. In fact, I think it got harder as the day went on. No, I think he knew he had it. Yeah, I, I think that he, he said knew, he, he said in it. his head, "I'm not going to do anything except what I've been doing." And and he didn't, and I was happy for him, really. Right. No, I, I agree. I think with Phil, I think Phil is so good at making shots that sometimes gets him in troubles. I, it, right. I, he, right. I think it's equivalent like a quarterback that has like a rocket arm. They're so good at making throws. Sometimes they can think they can make a throw that they, they probably shouldn't make. Like right. Phil, I think he does. He has a tendency sometimes to attempt a shot that he probably shouldn't. Like the risk to reward there is not worth the gamble. But he hasn't been doing that. And maybe maybe that's some of that age, like, yeah, I probably shouldn't try that. 
and it has to be and it helps his game yeah i mean he still does some dumb things he still takes the chances he does the fill things occasionally but it's not nearly to the magnitude or extent that he used to do it i I think in his mind he knows he's not quite capable of attempting that shot so he doesn't try the dumbest of the dumb shots (laughs) he's just so good around the green too like that's what showed up exactly like exactly he's like out of the bunker off the sleep like ball way below his feet like steep inclines like when when to play what shot around the green from from forty and in, he's just he's a different animal out there. Yeah, he's really good. And he, I think that's where he separated himself. I agree. He's I a agree. shot maker because he he got himself in a little bit of trouble here or there, but he was able to make a shot. That's exactly right. He he recovered. He scrambled better than better than anybody else on Sunday for yeah, sure. I agree. I, big fan though. I like Phil. I like Lefty. I used to hate Phil. I still I, and I don't hate Phil a little bit, but I like him. Except when he that, got that on Twitter sense, is but. whenever I started to kind of come around on Phil because that dude is hilarious <laughs> on the old Twitter machine. Big fan of Phil. So, last week I said Brooks would win. You did say that. He was in the final pairing. He was. My guy melted down. He did. He really did, though. I was disappointed. He normally – the moment isn't normally bigger than him. I don't, I'm not, I'm not I, sure that the I'm moment gonna, was bigger than him. But I, maybe. Maybe not. I don't he know. He kind it's, of embraces that. Typically. He did this time. He – Tweeted a picture or posted a picture of him like like doing his weird putter stance, reading the green because his knees jacked up or whatever, like where he leans to the side. Right. Like looking at Sunday like this, like that's kind of embracing the moment. Like, yeah, I'm heading into Sunday. It is until the moment got there. Right. That's what I'm saying. I, I was a little disappointed. I, I mean, if I were a Brooks fan, I'd be disappointed too. But, I mean, sometimes that happens. That's That's golf. That's life. Phil never let him back in. I mean, what, there was never like two or three strokes there at the very, very end. I, well, I was just about to say. So the very first hole of the of Sunday, yep. they flip flopped. Yep. Brooks went to one up. Brooks birdied. Brooks birdied. Phil bogeyed. Yep. Brooks went two to shot one up. Swing. Two shot swing. The very next hole, Phil capitalized with a birdie. Brooks maybe doubled. doubled. I think so it was a doubled. three shot swing. Yeah. And that was that was pretty much that. He he doubled twice, I think, on Sunday. He he. Yeah, you know, he just didn't. He didn't play good enough to win. Period. No, I and, and, and Phil didn't really let him in. So right, it was, but it was good. It was entertaining, right? I, I I enjoyed it thoroughly, actually. How do you feel about the fans? Um, like the fans being out there. I'm not I, talking about what happened on 18. Don't care. Oh, I'm, just in general. In how general, like the the atmosphere doesn't get better. It's freaking so, missed it, dude. Fans are. Uh, I mean, we're watching two hockey games and a baseball game right now, in which fans are at all of them. Yeah. It's just different. Yeah, fans need to be in in sporting events. I'm glad that COVID's over. So, Whole, yeah, it's like it never happened. Isn't that crazy? It is. But it it's just to me, it's just crazy. Like the difference between because you know if you watch the games, um, Edmonton and Toronto, right? No fans. Any of the Canadian, any of the Can- yeah. Yeah, in Canada, no yeah. fans. Unbelievable the difference in atmosphere. Yes, it's like in in, in we're sitting at home. I'm like, it's like no juice in this game. No. But, but, but you, Carolina last night when yes, they scored sir. OT? Yes, sir. Bro. You watch the, the Lightning and the Panthers that we're watching right now. When, yeah. when Florida was at home, <clears throat> that place was nuts. Yeah, they're crazy it, in sunrise. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so um, last night, I have to tell the truth. All right. Um, I was watching last leg of a parlay. Uh, Carolina need them to win. Goes to overtime. They score. Or they, no, they score like in the third, like with three minutes left in the third period. You, did, you didn't hedge, right? No, I didn't hedge. Okay. Never hedge. With three minutes to go in the third period, right? Three minutes to go in the third period, they scored a sending OT. Uh-huh. I'm like trying to like fist bump the bed, trying not to wake my wife up. She's asleep. 
some reason, I've been telling her, keep her, stay off my side of the bed. Like, don't be on my side of the bed. Well, she had her foot on my side of the bed. <laughs> what happened? About broke that son of a gun, boy. I about <laughs> said a curse word. I about, I hit her foot so hard, my <laughs> fist bump into the bed. <laughs> she woke up. <laughs> she don't normally, I probably shouldn't. She doesn't normally curse. She may or may not have cursed at me. <laughs> like, what the heck is wrong with you? Why are you hitting my foot? <laughs> and then I had to explain. Well, you see, I'm on the last look of a parlay. They just sent it overtime bef- without missing a beat. She goes, well, you better hope they score in overtime because if you punch me for a loss. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess you're right. But anyways, awesome. fans in sports, that's how it should be. That's how it should be. That's how it should Speaking be. Speaking of fans in sports, let's go to 18 on Sunday. How would you feel about 18 on Sunday? I thought it was incredible. I mean, I think it maybe got like a little bit. It was a little bit. It was a little bit much. They lost control for a minute. What was it? Was it with Tiger yeah. and Rory? Maybe yes. At the at the tour championship. At the tour championship. Yeah, that was nuts. Yes, it was. It felt like that. Like I don't know what the difference was. I don't think there really was. Anything. There wasn't much of a difference. I didn't think it was bad, other than the fact that they they seemed to for a, just a moment lose complete control. Yeah, like Brooks was in the crowd. Phil was close to the crowd. At least when when Tiger and Rory were walking, they, up, the they were front. they were in, at least in the front. Now Rory jogged a little bit further to give Tiger his spotlight, which I, I respected him a lot for that. Um, but but Brooks was in the crowd, he and was then and then kind of trapped. He was kind of trapped, and then he said what he said about you know, what fam- what did he say? Because I didn't I, know. This paraphrasing, thing. he said that, it, that he didn't like it. Um, basically, that the he got hit in his, in his knee. One of the fans hit him in his knee. I'm sure it was an accident, but it still happened. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, I mean, I. But if it would have been him, winning, winning, I, I think I think he, he might not make that comment. I think he would have liked it a little bit more. That's all I'm saying. I mean, but I can I can appreciate that though, and I don't like the excuse. Like I'm not saying I don't. He wasn't making the him getting his knee no, 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 at no, eighteen no. excuse. No, no, no. But like but just just in general, he just seemed a little whiny about it. Yeah, it's kind of whiny. But I don't know that I'd love that either. If I'm getting beat after a bad day of golf. I probably would, I probably wouldn't be too pleased either. No, I wouldn't either. But I also know that it's 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 bigger than me, and and Phil deserved every second of that. So yeah, no, I had no issue with it. I mean, I, I think I I do think the issue I do have, I guess, is that they have to get that someone under control. Like that, that becomes dangerous to a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it like I said, for for a brief moment, it wasn't a long time. Once once like the the security guy stopped everybody and said, "Hey, okay, we're done now," and then then I thought it was okay. Yeah, I mean, it was so bad that the course or somebody from the PGA spokesperson of some sort was like, yeah, we lost control. We apologize. We've right. got to, we've got to be better. Yeah. Which I agree. I, I, that can't happen. Right. I'm with that. You ready for uh, the fun part of this conversation? <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you lead it off. Cause I'm curious to know where you're at with this. Cause I don't know how you feel about the other guy. About Bryson. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Bryson. Okay. At all, I don't. I don't like Bryson at all, really. No, I, me either. I think there's yeah. a couple of words I could use to describe. Yeah, him. I'm not a fan of Bryson at all. But I, I don't know. Listen, when I saw the clip of <laughs> of Brooks doing the interview and then Bryson walking by, it was. Uh, I, I'm telling you, I've probably watched it 30 times, and there hasn't been a single time that I haven't laughed yet. Hilarious. Brooks hates him. Despises him with a passion. <laughs> he hates Have you him. heard what Bryson supposedly said? Um, yeah, kind of, but no, can you tell me? I think it's, if you just start, so we, start it online. Let's paint the picture. Yeah. So Brooks is after, it's a Saturday? It's I think Sunday. it's, I think it's a Saturday round. It's yeah. a Saturday round. So he's in tie for first at this point or one stroke behind. One stroke behind. Uh, it, he's in the final pairing with Phil. So he's like in good spot. 
he's kind of over it. You can tell he's kind of already over it, but he knows just outside of the camera view is Bryson, and he hates Bryson. So he's being interviewed, and Bryson has metal spikes. Bryson, I think he's yes. I think he's the only one on tour. Like, well, one of the only people on tour with metal metal spikes. Like, you don't need metal spikes. You're golfing. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Calm down, scientist. Um, he swings so hard though. He may need metal spikes. Okay, whatever. He'll have no knees soon. But anyway, so Bryson is like kind of right outside of camera shot. You can tell Brooks knows he's there. So he's making these like weird faces or whatever. And Brooks is talking about his putting because he putted terrible, awful all weekend. Yeah, he said it was hard to, hard to read because the wind. He said, I don't know how everybody else is, what, what they're saying about it, but I felt like it was pretty hard to read. Yeah, ultimately that's what, what und, uh, undid him. Like right. it was the, his putter. His yeah. putter failed him for sure. Right. But he said, well, yeah, I don't know what everyone else is saying, but it was hard for me to read. And then Bryson says off air in this middle of this man's interview. As he's walking by. What did he say? Just get it online. Started online. Start, yeah, just started online. Just started right? online, bud, or something like that. Yeah. And Brooks almost, like, he was trying not to lose it. <laughs> but he, he basically did lose yeah, it. Yeah, he said a couple of expletives, and, yeah, it was funny. And, and I, he tried to I love the his, rivalry. He tried to regain this, like, line, this, like thought process. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. After yeah. what that DA just said or that idiot just yeah. said, I'm, the, I can't. The, after the BS that, that, that I just heard or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. 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 So how do, you, do you think that that's good or bad for golf? Great. It's I not good or bad. It's great. I, I see where we're going tonight. This is, <laughs> you, this is great. Big fan. It. Yeah, it is great. It's Honest to God, it's great for golf. Like, I don't know if there's so much of a rivalry there because Brooks has won way more than Bryson has. But like Bryson is still the name. He's like one of the major names in the sport. So right like, now, yes. Yeah, right. Right now, here, currently, presently. I, I mean, I just think it's um, yeah. I think it's I think it's great for golf. Like right now, if you think about where golf is, you have Bryson and Brooks mm-hmm. in their rivalry. Lefty's fifty years old. He's still doing what he's doing. I mean, you still have like the Rorys and the Justin Thomas and, and DJ. Uh, DJ and, and, yeah, golf's in a good place. Golf's in a really good place. And you it's got been, young guys, young guys coming up too, like uh, Colin Morikawa, and uh, there's there's other. I mean, there there's a bunch of golf's in a pretty good spot right now. It really is. The Zayla Torres kid is is up and coming. Yeah. I, yeah, I think golf is in as good of a place now as it was when Tiger and Phil had their rivalry. Yeah, maybe I, not quite that good because of the draw that Tiger had, and then yeah. the the Tiger Phil rivalry was just an unbelievable draw. But as far as the quality of golf being played, I I think that that's it's. It's right up there in that time frame. I agree. So we're at almost 18 minutes of golf, so we're fixing to have to move off of this yeah, golf. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. But if you add Tiger, like a healthy Tiger, to this, oh, my God. Oh, it's it's silly. It, I think it would almost be too much. Like I think there would almost be storylines that are missed because there's only there's only one headline. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, right. uh, Yeah, it, I'm, I'm there with you. But, I mean, I, you know, it seems like Tiger's doing okay, right? We're, as far we're, as I know. We're, 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 Tiger. Yeah. There's no news coming out. Um, and then the last little hold piece. on, wait, 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 wait. I I didn't t- we didn't talk about this in the, or we didn't we didn't have these in the show notes. Oh boy! Listen, Ryder Cup, Ryder Cup's coming up in okay. a little while. Yeah, I love the Ryder Cup. Love the Ryder Cup. Tell me how great it would be if the the Ryder Cup captain for Team USA decided to put Bryson and Brooks in a group together. Would they fight on the course? Yes or no? Yes. It'd be fantastic. Trey Jones, Florida State's uh, head golf coach, Coach Brooks, when he was at Florida State. Right. He was like, he, he kind of was speaking on the, the stuff that happened on Bryson and how he thought it was Bush League that Bryson said what he said during the middle of Brooks' interview, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, they're like, have you talked to Brooks? And he's like, nah, I know Brooks. 
giving Brooks his space right now. <laughs> and he goes, and I, I would advise Bryson to probably do the same. Yeah. Yeah, they'll fight. I, I want to see I, so, Not I want to see him fight, but I want to see him together. Bryson has a glass jaw. No way. Easily. I mean. Oh, God, yes. There's no question. But anyways. Yes. I don't, think he put them, I don't think he put them. You, no, would, you I, wouldn't do no, that. No, for, no smart person does, but I'm an idiot. So why can't I do it? <laughs> you could. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the match or you want to talk about that next week? No, let's talk about the match because it's fresh. Oh, boy. All right. Um, so the match. Well, what is the matchups of the match, Joey? Uh, Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady once again, this time against Bryson DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers. What type of golfer is Aaron Rodgers? That's the question. I mean, Aaron Rodgers seems to be pretty good at about everything. So I will say this. my Our, our friend of the podcast, a friend of Front Porch Sitting, a sitter, one would say Travis Yackering tweeted, "If you're trying to find the two most unlikable guys in sports and put them together in a in a pair to play against other people, you found them in Bryson and Aaron Rodgers." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's that. Is there anybody on the planet that wants them to win this? No, no, I don't think so. Have you seen Tom Brady's Twitter game already since this came out? I don't know, twelve hours ago. Tom Brady recording. is arguably the best. He's one of the best Twitter followers already. He, he really he really is. Him and him and Phil, which are both 50 years old, are unbelievable on Twitter. They're almost like your age. But yeah, I mean, you're pretty good follow too. Not quite as good as them, but you're pretty good. Hey, thanks for the shout out. Appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, of course, bud. Anyways, I don't think I don't really think I have anything else on the match. I just wanted to <laughs> no, say No, we'll we'll talk about that more uh going forward. I do I do closer. like the matchup though. I do like it. I I'll, I'll be tuned in. I assume we're going to watch it here and, and probably Maybe wager. Hey, are we going to do chicken wings? Yes. We do. We'll do the wing cook-off for the match. Perfect. Awesome. I was bragging on your wings tonight. Where are you? Riley, yeah. I'll make mine. Yeah, I would assume so. You're going to. Yeah. I'll Marty's ma- Marty's making his too, Marty. Oh. I think it's July 7th, right? Caribbean jerk is what he's going to do. Oh, you know, you're throwing that man stuff out there like that. I already know what he's going to do. That's fine. He don't know it yet, but I guarantee <laughs> that's what he goes with. Oh, I guarantee they're going to be good. They'll be good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So basically, that's it for. Hey, uh, Anthony, for you're the... invited too. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah, we have to invite Anthony because he gets in his feelings about stuff like yeah, that. You're always invited, Anthony. He's been quiet lately, hasn't he? A little bit. I wonder why. Anyways, Bradford, what we got next, man? We have Mr. Levitch, Jammy, and LeBron James. Oh, my <laughs> oh, wow, God. my bad. I'm sorry, guys. Holy crap! <laughs> I feel a little. I feel. I feel some type of way about this. Sorry. Um. Also, after we talk about. He who I just talked about. Um, <laughs> I don't want to say that name again. I'll say it again. Um, there's a really cool segment coming up where we're each going to talk a little bit of football. So stay tuned for that. Before then, LeBron James. I'll save my take for last. What do y'all think? You want me to go ahead and get mine out? Yeah, get yours out, Chris. So I, I pretty much feel like this. The GOAT conversation, it's over. It's dead. Don't want to hear it again. Ever. Like, I literally, I just don't want to hear it again. And then I'm, I'm one more thing, and I'm done. I'm turning it over to you because you, you are going to eloquate this. This is going to be perfect how you do this. So, I'm glad you have that much faith in me. <laughs> no, nah, I just know what's coming. Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, God rest his soul, they both spent their careers trying to play through injury and pretend as if they were not hurt mm-hmm. their whole career. LeBron James here, at least lately, has only talked about how an ankle sprain was the worst. He'll never be the same again. An ankle sprain. 
You tore your Achilles like six months ago. You played basketball last <laughs> night. You never got it looked at either. So there's that. Yeah, I was okay. I was riding around. You ran just fine too. Yeah, but my, my point is, thank you, for, thank you for giving me that. I'm, I'm a tough guy. Anyhow, <laughs> anyhow, no, but like, on, on a, seriously though, I think I did probably tear my Achilles. But seriously, <laughs> Michael Jordan and Kobe are the ultimate competitors. Whereas, like, they weren't gonna show weakness. They weren't gonna flop. They weren't gonna flail. They weren't. And I don't want to hear this bullshit that the game has changed and oh, we're in a different era and they call things differently and this and that. yeah, they also give fouls for faking injuries as well like flopping so we've seen right We're supposed to right we got poked in the eye when we didn't get poked in the eye we got elbow in the elbowed in the head when we didn't get elbowed in the head and then the box out by freaking chris paul the other night come on man so so my so then joy i'm fixing to give it to you <laughs> lebron who has the opportunity to be one of the greatest ever has in my opinion he don't belong on any list i can't respect how he plays the game it's, it's what he does is cowardly like dude you don't, you don't have to do that Michael and Kobe refused to show any type of weakness they only played hard they tried to cover up injuries my god the, during the freaking documentary with Michael Jordan what they say about I'm, you're going to touch on that so I'll be quiet like LeBron fakes injuries these other two tried to cover up actually being injured so there's not a comparison Like I don't want to talk about it anymore with them I Agree with everything you said, obviously, 100%. I'm done with this guy, man. I really am. Like, I've tried to be nice about it, and I've tried to say, well, I can see where people would say he's the best of all time. He, he's the most talented, so I can see where... Nah, man, if you still think that after the last two years, you can kick rocks, too. You don't know basketball. I don't care who you are. You can say you know basketball. You can say you know greatness. Nah, bro, you don't know nothing. None of that. You don't know any of that. I don't care. I don't care who you are. And if you got a problem with it, come see me. I don't I don't know. I'm not with you, man. You're a trash <laughs> yes, can. Sir. This dude's a trash can. I can't handle it anymore. This bitch fell on the ground and landed on his fu- freaking biceps. And like, Dude, you have the biggest biceps in the NBA. No, you're not hurting. You're not hurting. You're okay. And then on top of that, he said, wait, wait, wait. The attention's over here. Let me walk my lazy ass over here and lay on the damn floor over here just to make sure your ass sees me. Nah, man. He's he's terrible. He I can't get on board with somebody who fakes things. Nah, man. You're fake. You're a phony. You're a nobody. You're not in my top anything anymore. If I had you in my top five, nah, man. Not anymore. I can't do it. We talked about it. Um, it was uh, <laughs> yes, sir. We talked about it not too long ago. I honest to God cannot put LeBron James in my top. You like that? Not even at all. Not the worst. That's more where that came from. Um, <laughs> I don't like those. <laughs> I, I obviously that's why they're here. Yeah, but <laughs> he doesn't belong. I just can't put him on any list. I need. If there's I need, a top seventy-five list. I cannot put him on it. He's not because not, you're built different. Well, yeah, but I just respect that differently. Like, I That's don't what res- I'm saying. You you have respect for guys that actually want to be a competitor. Like, dude, play he, through it. Like, he this led, soft ass shit that you do is like they do that in Europe on the soccer pitch. Like, we don't do that in basketball. Wow, that was a brilliant. I mean, the soccer pitch. You called it a pitch too. That's what they call it over there. Oh, I'm aware. You know my ethnicity, my descent. <laughs> you're French, Mister Martinez. We play soccer in France. Yes, you do. Anyhow, he doesn't like how he plays the game. I can't respect. So, like on my list, and you know, my list doesn't go in, in the Hall of Fame, so that's fine. But like, I don't respect that dude's game. 
He is so good at basketball. Like, I think it's a difference in game and skill. skill 100%. His skill, off the charts. Like you, Best I've ever seen. That's what makes it so infuriating as to how he plays the game. Yes. You don't play – you disrespect the game because you ha- have the ability to play it at such a high level we might not have ever seen before. There's no might to it. And that I've said this before, but that's the part that bothers me most is the fact that he should be – without question the greatest player of all time and he's not he's just not and he never will be because of the type of competitor i'm using that the air quotes with that competitor he is because he's not a competitor at all and i don't I, like i don't i don't understand i don't understand i need somebody and i don't know that i have a friend that says that he's the greatest of all time because i don't associate myself with ass clowns but <laughs> I need somebody that truly believes that he's the greatest of all time to, to, to let me know why he, they think that. I, I want to I know somebody give me a valid reason. Not, oh, he's the most talented. No shit. Thank you. I know that he's the most talented. I've seen him play. Yeah. I need to know why he's the greatest basketball player of all time. You know another thing that struck me to where it bothers me a little bit? And I may be wrong. So if I'm wrong, please tell me, and there may be someone that will. So, but if, I, if I'm wrong now, I would like for one of you to, to tell me I'm wrong. When has LeBron ever challenged somebody of his ilk, like that that he knows will will they will have a backbone, they will have a spine, and they will stand up for themselves, teammate included? Never. I can't think of one off the top of my head, and I might be missing it. Uh, no, 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 Mario Chalmers. He challenged him all the time, but you said with the backbone, so never mind. But Chalmers didn't. But uh, no, you're making my point. Thank I you. Uh, Kadarius Caldwell Pope. Mm-hmm. He got in his grill. I want you to shoot. It wasn't like a, like uh, encouraging, like, hey, look, we, we, we trust you. We want you to shoot. No, he just knew he wouldn't say anything back for, that back to him. And so Kadiris called up, up, he put his head down, and, and, and just took it. LeBron doesn't challenge people that will stand up to him. He ain't challenged Anthony Davis. No, sir. Kyrie Irving. No, but I mean, like, even, like, like guys that are less – those guys are extremely skilled. That's true. So, he, you're not really going to go out another superstar. And, and why I understand that, I probably would. But while I understand that LeBron wouldn't, like, a lot of people wouldn't. But he goes at, like, Mario Chalmers, Rio. Yeah. And, and he goes at – I mean, like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you pick your battles. But, like, we see you. Everybody like, sees you. We see you. I just can't stand somebody who, who like, you, you have the attention on you at all times anyways because of who you are, yeah. the platform that you have, and how good you should be. You always have the, the eye on you. There's no reason to go the extra mile for people to see you. I, I, I'll tell my kids, Benton, every time he's out there, I'm like, dude, if you're, if you're looking to be seen, you're doing things for the wrong reason. Yeah, no, that's we're not here to be seen. You don't play the game. You don't. You don't. You don't step on a, anything. In my opinion. In my opinion, this is this is the front porch sitting. So we, this is our opinion. <laughs> you do not go on any athletic surface, whether it be the basketball court, football field, soccer pitch. It doesn't matter. Baseball field, with the intention first to be seen. No, you play the game because you love the game. You're there to compete. Yeah, you compete. You want to. You, you play when people say like you play the game the right way, you coach the right way. You that that means you have respect for the game and how it's supposed to be played. Not yep, not flailing all over the place at six eight two eighty and 
knowing that I could dominate the game, and he has dominated the game for a long time. But no, he dominated the game the other night. He did. He took over. But it's like just I just want that. That's it. I don't want any of the other garbage. I want you to play defense and look like that on offense. Please. Play defense occasionally. I don't need you to play it all the time. No, just sometimes because he's earned. He's played long enough where he don't have to lock down their best offensive player. Nope, that's not his role anymore. Nope. I just need you to stop being a bitch. Bingo. And that's what it comes down to for me. Like, for me, that's what it comes down to. Obviously, me and, too. And now, like, this most recent stuff, I can't really look past. Like, I'm having a really hard time looking past how he's acting here as of late. LeBron just, is the reason time. that it's, it's hard for me to watch the NBA. Because he's he's turned the game into that. Yes. I'm not here for that. No, I, I can't. I, we don't watch, I don't watch the NBA unless I have uh, rooting interest. Same. And that's I it. watch highlights. And then, of course, Twitter blows up whenever LeBron does. I barely LeBron watch does. highlights. I don't watch ESPN anymore. I only watch it because it's on at my work. Oh, okay. I, 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 like, whatever I'm doing my, my job, too, though. Whatever, yeah, of course. Whatever, job first. Whatever comes on my Twitter feed, like, yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at that. Right. But, like, even, like, he, whatever. I'm not going to get into individual play. But it's just not a fan. Not no. a fan. I, I liked LeBron a lot in his younger career. But yeah. He played harder. Too. He played harder then. He was I still like trying LeBron to carve too. out. He was still trying to carve out his legacy. It's almost as if now he feels as if his legacy is at it is what it cemented. It's cemented. So so work work on what? Apparently nothing except flopping. I just can't stand it. I'm sorry for saying bad words. <laughs> Brad. Um, I mean, y'all basically touched on everything I had to say. Uh, well, that's so. as as always. Like, if I'm quiet long enough, I think one of you will hit my point. I'll add this. No, play defense every play. I remember watching Kobe in his last couple of years. They said he would lock down the best point guard on every team. Not lock them down, but he would try. He'd play them the whole game. Um, my Brandon Jennings said that Kobe Bryant in his like 18th year played the best defense on him that anyone had ever played. Don't want to hear that. Play, he, play hard the whole time. Yeah, exactly. And then Riley just doing it. MJ had to beat the bad boys. Like, if if MJ would have shown any, yeah, if. They had the MJ rules. Like, don't let him leave the freaking court. Don't let him jump. If he jumps, it's over. If he takes flight, it's, it's over. over. That's so what they don't if he let takes him flight, leave. So beat his ass physically. Yeah, if so he just, showed any weakness in that time, <laughs> that's why, like, okay, so if, you, if you're if you one of the ones that wants to make the comparison, that's a different era of basketball, blah, blah, blah. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was. It absolutely was. And the guys that play now could not have handled it back then. No. Period. Point blank period. They couldn't have handled the early 2000s. No, yeah. I mean, you even had, like, the Wallaces in Detroit, like Rasheed yeah. and uh, freaking Ben Wallace, like Johnson Billups and them boys. They played physical defense. You better get your ass out of the way there, too, because you're getting hit. Yeah. And, Joey, to answer your question about who thinks he's the best, it's people who track stats. He's a stat king. He always has been. I'll give him that. He can put any any number you want on the um, um stat line, he can get it. No problem. He, you could probably say LeBron, get 10 blocks, and he could probably do it. Here's my thing about the stat guys is those same guys don't give Russell Westbrook credit though. <laughs> yeah. So huh. so why how can you give LeBron credit for that and then Russell Westbrook averages a triple double for like 32 straight years and nobody cares? Oh, he's just a stat guy. Wait. So is your goat? Sit down. <laughs> not not my Tennessee. Goat. Yeah. <laughs> sit, sit down, Tennessee. All right. Are we are we uh, are we good with LeBron? I'm good. It's uh, LeBron's yeah. antics for me. Like it's, it's, the, it's antics. the antics for me. It's the antics for me. It's the antics for me. And if you put Kobe or LeBron or Kobe or Michael with that body, you're not talking about anyone else ever. Like what what he can do if he had their mindset, it's over. Yeah, he's not in the conversation anymore. Nope. All right, you ready for the next topic? Yeah. So who are we throwing the question to first? Are we gonna go uh, Brad or Riley? 
Let's go, Mr. Riley. Let's go, Riley. Okay, so I'll let you. Do you want me to ask the question? We're on I, the same. We're on the same mic. You yeah, it's okay. Ask? No, you can ask it. All right, I'll ask the question. So, so here's how this is gonna go. So we're, there's four of us here. Uh, we've comprised or comp- what's the word I'm looking for? Composed, compiled. Compiled. We've, I think we've I, determined I have, that we're gonna ask a question to each of us. Yeah, that's it. Okay. So we're gonna each of us we're gonna have a question. Um, we know what's coming. So five four, minutes ago we knew what's coming. Anyways. Five minutes ago, but. So Riley's question, our question for Riley, with him being a DC successful DC that he is already at such a young age, we want to know who his favorite defensive coordinator is um, in the college game. College? Does it have to be college? Can be anywhere, right? Anywhere. I think we said college. I think I. I think, I think I it's going to be college. the same regardless. But but his favorite DC. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. So for me, this is like that. Uh, if you guys have seen that meme going around where it says, what could you talk about for eight hours without preparing? This is like that question for me. Um, so I'm obviously, I'm, I'm a little partial to the, uh, like the Saban tree, because that's, that's what it, where I learned defense, you know, was at Florida with, um, with Muschamp. Um, and so for me, like there's, there's so many things that go into, um, a defensive coordinator and, and what makes him a, a, a good DC. And to me, the, one of the biggest things is how do, how do you guys play? And so one team that sticks out for me and, and, and I love watching them play um, because they play their ass off and they're so fundamentally sound and they tackle well and they run the ball and you can see how they're, they, they just their technique and everything is, is, is Georgia. And we had a chance to go watch. Uh, we had a chance to go watch Georgia and Athens for a spring practice. I think it was two years ago. And so a lot of people probably won't know this, but generally at that level, your head coach he's not really super involved in like your individual teaching progression and that stuff. But I, I was I was blown away. Um, at the way that Kirby Smart was coaching the defensive side of the ball during their individual period, and and they've got a, I mean that that defensive staff there is, is phenomenal, um, you know with with Kirby, and they've got Shue, and I love Shue, and and I've talked to Shue on, on multiple occasions, and he's he's been good to me when, um, you know if if I've had questions for him and stuff like that, so I'm partial to them for that reason, but. You know, I think you turn on the tape and you just watch how those guys play. They they, they just play hard. They run to the football. They tackle well. Um, and and I was I've talked to Chris about this before, but I think it was like two years ago, and they're playing Auburn, and they have they've got a boundary pressure called, and Auburn's in a check with me play, which means that they're going to get up to the line of scrimmage and they're going to hard count and see what George is in, and then they're going to check to the sideline and get the play call. So Georgia's in a boundary pressure, and Auburn checks with me. Georgia kills their pressure. They switch it to a field pressure that they call shake two roll, where they're bringing. I mean, like they're bring. It's there's a lot of shit going on. They're bringing the nickel and the field safety, and they're rolling the boundary safety to go play the half to the field, and they're they're playing swipe coverage of the boundary where the corners got. The, it's it, it's insane that. They can check that and play, and it just shows that their their guys have a, a phenomenal grasp of their defense. Um, so you know, for that reason, like th- they stand out. 
Um, you know, I'm and I'm I'm also really partial. I mean, and people will call me a homer, but uh, I know that Grantham get he gets a bad or he's like love him or hate him. He's a bad, you know, and I know they had a bad year last year, but you can you can tra- and I think he's a great defensive coordinator, and you can kind of look at what he did at Louisville and what he's done at Georgia and what he's done at Mississippi State and what he's done out at Florida outside of really last year. And here's what I'll say about about them that I respect is that if you're going to beat him, you're going to beat him, and he's going to have no bullets left. And I think it takes like you you think of the Mississippi State game in in eighteen, yes, sir. they're in Starkville, and it's a one score game, and it's fourth down, and they run a plus one pressure. <laughs> yeah, so so plus one pressure means that we're bringing one more than you can block, no matter what. So if you look at the set that Mississippi State was in, they were in a four wide set. Okay, so they've got five offensive linemen, a back, and a quarterback. So they've got six people that can protect. If the back stays in, they're bringing seven. I mean, that takes nuts. And uh, so basically, that pressure that they're they're bringing one more than you can block, and they're playing. It's called they just it's blitz coverage. Is you got that guy no matter what, and <laughs> we're hoping this thing gets home. And Donovan Steiner almost killed that guy. And he comes up and kills him. So the way that pressure works is called even a maca, and they're gonna they're running edge pressure to the back. They're bringing the the mic and the a gap to the back, and they're rolling. Depending on the formation, if it's a two by two or a three by one set, uh, is going to determine whether the free or the strong safety is plugging the other a gap. So in that case, it was Donovan Steiner. He comes clean because we're bringing one more than you can block. Right. So I have a lot of respect for a guy that's going to say, if you're going to beat me, well, I, you're going to beat me with an empty clip. Um, <laughs> and, and and then you know. I schematically though, I love watching the the uh, the Aranda tree. So like Ron Roberts at Baylor, Patrick Tony at UL, um, Jim Leonard at Wisconsin. I, I love watching um, what those guys do schematically. So it's hard to pick one because, like I said, there, there's so many <laughs> there's so many things that go. And I mean, hell, and here's the thing, like in. in in, like it, you see it every year. So like last year it was like Cincinnati, right? So Cincinnati comes out and they're running like this broken stack three high, uh-huh. right? Where they're it looks like you could just run up their ass all day because they have four and a half dudes in the box, but they're shutting everybody down. And so the, you know I've been watching a lot of their tape and they they were a fun study this off season with. And that was Marcus Freeman, and he's at Notre Dame now. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to pick, but like I said, I'm, I'm partial to the the um, the Saban tree. And I, if I had to pick one, I, I, I love what Georgia does. Um, just the way they play schematically, um, I, I would probably say them. All right, Chris. <clears throat> That's a great answer, by the way. Yeah, no. Listen. I mean, he he cheated a little bit and gave us like thirty two, but I ain't mad at him. I ain't mad at him though. No, um, before before we get too far off that, yeah, that can't. If you don't know, if if you have to ask the question, does Riley know football? Yeah, after listening to that, I don't think you have to ask that question anymore. Nah, but but to the Georgia thing, like what sticks out to me with Georgia is what he said. They run to the football, and it's so cliche. Defensive coaches. 
you have to like constantly say, run to the ball, run to the ball, run to the ball. And then it's tackle. They put on a clinic. Mm-hmm. They they don't miss tackles. Like it, it's a if you can't tackle, you can't play. It used to be a thing in baseball. Like if you can't hit, you can't you can't play. Right. It's, and it's still the same way. It is. In, in Georgia, I don't care if you can cover, but if you can't tackle, you can't, can't play. play. It period. But watch them play. They don't miss tackles. You're not wrong. Like there's not big plays because they don't miss tackles, and like that's not a coincidence. They coach that, right? So I'm with him. It's, it's Georgia, and I like Venables because he does the three three stuff, and it's weird. But that's not my question. But I, I, I mean, I love that. Couldn't what, what 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 minute was that? I have to go back and make sure my wife turns that on because she's gonna love that. Uh, yes, sir. She will. <laughs> yeah, she'll she love most that. certainly will. Go dogs! All right, Christopher. <laughs> yeah. Your question. Is it mine or is it Brad's? No, it's yours. Okay. Brad, Brad's probably going last, which will be the first time ever. Ooh, that would be a good one. Brad's will be funny. <coughs> wow. Brad, can I get one, please? So, uh, Thanks. Your question is, you've been a DC before. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your least favorite offense to have to go against as a defensive coordinator? So, coordinators, like as coordinators, so when we, when we watch film – you break down a film and you try and find like tendencies and like what they like to do. So you, you find their favorite formations and you find out what plays they run out of that formation most frequently. And you find like down a distance, they run this some like first down. Are they running it? Are they second and short? What are they doing? Third and long? What are they doing? Third and medium? What are they doing? Et cetera, et cetera. You try and find tendencies. And our biggest thing was when I was in, at Columbia and it's similar, it's almost identical. What we do now at Union County is, we find their favorite formations, what they run out of that formation, and make sure you're good against that. If they show something different, you adjust. Like, for example, our spring game. We thought they were going to do one thing. They didn't quite do exactly what we thought. We had to adjust on the fly. We right. only gave up six points on a busted coverage in a spring game with ones, twos, threes, fours, fives, all playing. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, but I'm saying so, – so, but to answer your question – like. We want to. I want to find like rules, like um, guarantees. You look for like, okay, like Brad earlier when you guys threw this question at me. Brad thought like maybe I would hate to play the triple option. No, not at all. I would love the triple option because I know there's reads. There's a there's a down block. Or somebody has to take the dive. Somebody has to take quarterback. Somebody has to take the pitch. Right. Now that that changes from set to set, formation to formation, and you can play games like we used to play when we played Escambia. We had like Indian and outlaw. So like if we played Indian, the safety would be quarterback player, right? And the corner would be out. So because Indian, he's inside. So he was, he's the first one. If we played out, if we were playing outlaw, then it'd be, it would be different. So you play games with the quarterback's read at that point. But my, no, nothing really changes though. Like you're still, right. somebody's still Basic accounting concepts. for the dive. Somebody's still accounting for the quarterback. Somebody's still accounting for the pitch, right? Um, but, but so I like that because that's concrete. Like if you do this, then we're going to do this. What I hate, or what I what what was most challenging, I would say, is when you find like um, like Robert E. Lee, for example, mm-hmm. a spread team, athletes everywhere. There's they're they're say they're in like two by two, right? So there's outside receivers and inside receivers, and one quarterback in the back, and there's literally an athlete everywhere, including including the quarterback. Right. That's the biggest issue. Because we can, we can, I can, we can scheme that up the way we can pressure him. Uh, we can scheme it up to where we make him be a passer, make him have to complete passes and, and keep him in the pocket. 
But there comes a point where it's like, is that Jimmy better than my Joe? And and that in that situation is the most to me, in my opinion, it's the easiest to exploit. Like you can exploit uh, not a mismatch, but like if one guy breaks down, it's a whole different game with an athlete back there at quarterback, which is why like Lamar Jackson has the success he has in college, especially they, they scheme things up for him. But I just hated like the backyard football feel of it because if I have coach, we have a contain because you hear all the time. Why is the guy outside the pocket? Well, we have a contain guy, but he just beat him. So what do you want me to do? <laughs> what do you want me to do? And like, or if you pressure him, like if you like, the the kid that we're talking about is Noodle, right? The yeah. kid from Robert E. Lee. He was like five five, but he was a freak athlete, right? We would, and he could we throw would, it a little bit. It, but he could throw it because we would, we would pressure him. He would throw it up to one of those freaks outside that make a play. So it's like it, it it really comes down to like Jimmys and Joes, and there's things that you can do. And 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 we had some success with the, against those guys. I mean, we beat them plenty of we beat them plenty, but the times we were we weren't able to beat them. Had nothing to do with the scheme. God made a play, right? I mean, and so like that is where, especially in high school, if that guy beats one person, then it's like, ugh, it gets ugly quick. Mm-hmm. Not so much like I guess the same thing could be said for the triple option, but in the triple option game or or like I formation or wing T, like you can account, you know where the ball is supposed to go, right? When it's wide open like that, it's like a backyard football. Yeah, that makes it tough. But that's my answer. I like so it. So we're going to go you next? Yeah, we'll go me next. So our question to you, Joy, was offensive philosophy. Mm-hmm. If you were an OC, what would what would your offensive philosophy be? Well, my original answer was if, if Chris, and I'll throw Riley in there as well, if Chris and Riley were my DCs, we'll punt on first down, right? <laughs> and and we're, we're probably going to have a pretty good punter because that's all we're going to do is develop punters. And uh, we're going to try to pin those guys deep. We're going to get a couple of safeties. We'll win this thing 6 nothing and be done with it. You yes, know what sir. I mean? Yes, sir. Um, I, I think the, the most fun offense to run would be the spread option. But it, it's so hard because if you don't have the athletes, it's tough to do that. But like when, back, in, back in the good old Florida days when, when Mullen was there with Percy and Tebow and those guys like, that offense was so much fun to watch. So yeah. much fun to watch. So that, that's 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 the answer, I guess, in a nutshell. But I mean, any offensive coordinator is going to have to adjust because you're you're not going to have those type of athletes at all times. Right. You have to adjust your personnel. So before we get to Brad, I have like a follow up question that again you weren't ready for. So <clears throat> if we need Perfect. a pause, we can. No, we're okay. Would your philosophy be in today's modern era of football? Mm-hmm. Would you try and run the ball? To set up the pass, or would you try and throw the ball on early downs and run when you had to, or, or to set up the run? No, no, we're, we're 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 letting it ride. We're air, we're airing that biatch out. I figured it's yeah. You're throwing. We're it. taking the top off every play. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Every play. Okay. So the hell with. <laughs> okay. Got it. Yes, sir. That's every good. play. Good enough for me. Randy Moss. Yes, sir. That's my guy. Oh yes. We're sir. taking the top off every play. Well, if you have a Randy Moss, you can do that. Well, yeah, obviously that's. Not realistic. You got Ben Edge though. Taking the top off every play. Yes, sir. Every play. Yes, sir. <laughs> you can ask, you can ask Brad this question. Oh, I get to ask Brad. The grand finale. Oh, Brad. You uh, you never you never played football. I did not. Which is an unfortunate turn of events, really, because I think he could have been pretty good. Thank you. You're welcome. 
If you would have played football, we'll start in high school. If you would have played football in high school, what position would you have played and why would you have played said position? If I would have played in high school with my current skill set, I would have played linebacker because I know Chris would have started over me and I wouldn't have had to play that much. No chance of embarrassing myself. Oh my God. I was, <laughs> I was hoping you would have said like running back or something. I'm like, you'd be dead. <laughs> oh my God. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I don't say that either. Um, uh, but if I could have played like and been good, like real, real good. That's obviously the question, Brad. Uh, I would have years ago. I would have probably said quarterback or running back, but okay, now, you're not going to just create skill sets though. You, this but isn't, no, this let, isn't let me have this. Football. You can't just create a skill set. Let here. me just say, if I could have been good at what I wanted to be good at, Joseph. Oh, okay, all right. Um, now I would say probably like a corner like Jalen Ramsey. Just oh. it's so oh, much yeah. fun <laughs> to yeah, watch him play. This guy's great. He's playing every position on the field now. Yeah, hey, fuck, yeah everything. Listen, man, I watched Jalen Ramsey. I'm uh, literally when when him and Golden Tate were going at it, and he literally picked Jalen Ram- or Golden Tate up and threw him down and stood over it and went, "Oh God, that's the guy!" Like, yes, sir. that's the guy. And I was like, now if I could be any position and be really good, it'd be a corner like Jalen Ramsey, man. Just because you may not like me, but you can't stop me. Yes, sir. And they pay corners, as Riley said. Joe, you have anything rebuttal there? No, I'm taking his mic from him. I love that answer. I, I think that was yeah, great. I'm not sure which answer I love best. Linebacker, quarterback, cornerback, <laughs> punt returner, kickoff specialist. I don't know which one I like best, long honestly. Snapper. Long, long snapper, snapper. All of the above. Hey, seriously. Big you should have. You could have been a long snapper. You know, Are I you? might have been able to because um, I knew a long snapper in high school who I couldn't have been worse than. <laughs> Oh, the amount of shade right there. Nope, 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 nope. I'm not cutting that out. No, heck no, we're not cutting that out. Oh, no. You're not wrong. No, sir. Anyways. That's incredible. Brad, might as well finish it off. Yep, that was heavy. All right, well, that's going to be it for tonight. So this has been Bradford Douglas along with Joey Edge, Chris Martinez, and Riley Reed, and we are from Port Sitting. See you next time, Zitters. I'm passing them out now, and you can't have that. Hit my chain, two can't Sam net. Tropical colors, you can't match that. Gotta be abstract. You catch my girl legs open, better smash that. Don't be surprised if she asks where the cash at. I see she wearing them jeans, that's your her butt crack. My girls can't wear that. Why? That's where my stash at. I put my mat down, that's where you lack at. She need a candle lit, and I'ma wax that. I rekindled the flame, she remembered the name. His wheezy baby, January, December the same. Mama give me that brain, mama give me that good. Cause I'm the fire man, you hear the fire truck.
campus is the Birdman Junior. Money too long, teachers put away the rulers. Fraud tune, not a cartoon. No shirt, tattoos, and some wall wounds. I'm hot, but the car cool. She wet, that's a carpool. Been in that water since a young and you just shark food. Quick draw McGraw, I went to art school. Yeah, the lights is bright, but I got a sharp fuse. Don't snooze, been handling the game so long, my thumbs bruise. Your new girlfriend is old news. You ain't got enough green and she's so blue. Yeah, cash money breakfast where dreams come true. Everything is easy, baby. Leave it up to Weezy, baby. Put it in a pot, let it steam, let it brew. Now watch your melt, don't burn yourself, cuz Myself, well, really, not really. So heavy in the trunk, make the car pop a willy. Who we see, baby? You call me young baby. My money 360, you only 180. Half of the game, too lazy. Still sleeping on me, but I'm about to wake them. Yep, I'm about to take them to New Orleans and bake them. Yes, yeah, hot down here, take a walk for safety. Yeah. Come on, mama, let the car to make ya. Toss it like a fruit salad, strawberry grape ya. They ball when they can, and I'm ballin' by nature. Addicted to the game like Jordan and Peyton. Y'all in the racing, me, I'm at the finish line. Been running for too long, it's time to give me mine. Straight down your chimney in your living room is I. Weezy, allergic to wintertime. Yeah. Hey, Slim, I got him.